Yo, glad you're here, and this is a huge moment. Um, If you've been around the podcast, then you would know that this is the second series. The first series is the first 12 episodes, and that's walking through our initial 12-week coaching program. Um, There were about uh, 30 episodes or so after that where we're just helping you become better at leading yourself and leading others. Then this year, so it's it's 2016 now, depending on when you listen to it, uh, we've done 48 episodes. This is number 48. It's been a series on how to live out a clear mission and build a healthy community. Um, It's been incredible to have you along for this journey, and I'm not going to talk about where we're headed next yet. I want to focus on what we are chatting on today, because we've been closing down this focus on building a healthy community uh, with this idea of what it means to enjoy the playground. We want to do this for the long haul. And the last thing that I want to give you for you building a healthy community, it's so counterintuitive because conventional wisdom is usually wrong. And if you're going to enjoy the playground, be in this for the long haul, then you've got to stay irresponsible. Now, let me explain a little bit and break that down. You won't get where you want to go by following the same rules as everyone else. Did you know Starbucks served a coconut and banana protein smoothie? Now, I, my favorite trail run that I that I love to just go and and enjoy the woods and enjoy the run takes me by a Starbucks after my run. And it's not a secret menu item. In fact, when I've ordered it, depending on who's working, they don't even know how to ring it up. Last time I ordered it, an older lady rolled her eyes and exclaimed, Oh, God. I laughed because the audacity that I have, which is to look at a menu and say, if you have the pieces of this, the parts of it, let me combine it and make what I want. So they have coconut milk, they have a protein and fiber powder, and they have bananas. So why can't I ask them to just mix those up in a smoothie for me? So I do. Uh, Interestingly enough, that is a menu item now, and they add, I think, chocolate to it. You just tell them to leave out the chocolate. But here's the point that I'm making. The unsecured debt that you're stressed about has a statute of limitations. Each state has a different window of time. And if society can't keep a lot of people following the rules, um, keep them afraid, then it breaks down. But there are always going to be people among us who say, you know what, I'm going to find a different path. Uh, A lot of the times, the people that help others the most at a popular level with their finances have seen devastation and had to do things like declare bankruptcy or whatever. They're, They're breaking free from the pack. Hey, listen, the career you feel cozy in can be disrupted tomorrow. The action that you're taking to relieve something you're worried about may not even address the cause. Just don't get too discouraged. Hang on for a second. The house purchase you think was brilliant could prove to be a loss in 20 years. And the retirement fund you're faithfully contributing to could cost you more in lost opportunity. I'm not saying any of these to make you feel bad. Life can be complex and feel overwhelming. That's why most of society looks for rules to follow. They feel afraid, so they seek comfort. Look, I spent a decade chasing my goals only to learn it didn't make me happy. The next purchases or accomplishments didn't ever build sustainable happiness or make me feel whole. I was always trying to be accepted by others 
rather than build the relationships I wanted. See, I followed the rules they say you should follow. And I even tried to get an early start uh, early start on them. Retirement account at 21, check. Custom built house at 21 and again at 28, check. Significant career accomplishments and dreams realized in my 20s and 30s, check. Married with three daughters by age 28, check. Now, no accomplishment or relationship fixed this thing on the inside of me that was driven to prove who I was by what I achieved. And then it changed when I learned two questions that drive us all. I could recognize and stop the insanity. And I want you to understand these two questions because these two obsessive questions are what all rules are built around. And when you learn these questions, then they'll cease to have unseen power over your actions and you can start choosing your path and intentionally breaking the rules that are fake and not real anyway. So here's the two questions. Do they like me? And am I delivering value? One of the ideas that's just huge for me is understanding that we've developed in such a way that we obsess over these two questions. Let me explain it for you. You and I are uh, out hunting, and I've shared this analogy, I think, on the podcast one other time, so I'll just do it real quick. You and I are out hunting, and uh, we're cavemen and cave women, and we trap a woolly mammoth. And it's in the corner, we're going to get to eat for a long time, and I trip over a root and it gets out. What am I afraid of? Oh my gosh, I'm not delivering value. I've failed the tribe. I've failed to deliver. Second question, we're in the cave, and we find safety in the cave, we find warmth in the cave, we find uh, the fire, and we're protecting each other, and it's part of being a part of a tribe and a community, and... Somebody has weird behavior, and so they get kicked out of the cave. And because they get kicked out of the cave, now they don't have the safety. Now they don't have the connection. They don't have the warmth. We've literally developed to be obsessed with two questions. Am I delivering, and do they like me? Are they happy with my performance, and, and does the community approve of my behavior? And because we've developed to really think about these two questions, our brain is constantly reading cues around us around these two questions. These two questions now drive us in such a way that we're not going to break any rules that threaten either of those. So I want to learn how those questions are driving me. Now, we've been focused on one question the first six months. Am I delivering value? What it means to actually live a mission out of a secure identity, not what you think others want you to do, but what you need to do, what's in you. And now this last uh, six months, we've been talking about what it means to lead a healthy community, that it's not about, do they like me? What can I get? But it's about what can I give? And as we learn about these two questions, then we stop being driven to follow the rules that aren't necessary for us or aren't serving us well any longer. Listen, after over 15 years of leading teams, organizations, and coaching others, I know the thing that gets me the most excited every day is to help people get clear on where they're distracted by these false rules and to learn to embrace a healthy amount of irresponsibility. If you want to stay in this for the long haul, enjoying the playground, you're going to break some rules. You're going to stay irresponsible. Some people aren't going to understand. Sometimes people close to you will misjudge. 
And I'm not talking about shucking off all responsibility here, okay? Uh, this past weekend, we went to a gymnastics meet for my daughter. And if you've ever done one of these, then you know what I'm about to say. If you haven't, let me describe the pain for you for a second. It's a five-hour drive, okay? Then we're there five hours, an hour for warm-up, three hours of competition, and then an hour for awards. Uh, so the three hours of competition, you're watching this, but your child is only competing for about four minutes of that three hours. What? Then they have an award show afterward that takes an hour because they award eight levels, first through eighth place in all four activities. And then they have five different like age levels. So they're awarding eight up to eight places, five different levels in four sports. Oh, my gosh. You look at all these words, you're like, surely they're not going to give all those out right now. And they do. And then they have a fifth category all around. Now, I know some of you parents, I mean, you're, you're better than me. Your child would come up to you after that event and you'd be like, and if they were like, I want to quit, Dad. I want to quit, Mom. You, you would be the good parent. You would say, no, you've started this. You're going to finish it. If my child came up and said, to me, said that to me afterward, I would be like, yes, you can. Awesome. <laughs> I don't care how much we've invested at this point. I don't want to do another meet again. And then my daughter came up to me afterward and said this. This is the best day of my life. Of course, I thought crazy how we could have such opposite experiences of the same day. <laughs> Seriously, when she said that, I was like, all right, I get it. I'm here. I'm going to do this. There was desire there. I'm not just saying shuck off all responsibility, but I am saying that there are rules that you're driven to follow, stuff your parents pressured you for or your environment conditioned you to believe or that society says you should do, you should live this way, you should make these choices. And I'm saying there's a different way. May you know the freedom and joy of living with a singular focus, rejecting the fear that says you have to keep your options open. I hope you know, as you move into this next year, the hilarity of engaging this moment with a full presence over and above fearing the bad that might happen. I hope you know when to follow the rules and when to break them and that you have the courage to be irresponsible and live out of a secure identity, following your mission and building your community regardless of the pressure of others. I hope you know the empowerment of, of accomplishing something difficult. I hope you keep going even when you lose and fail. I hope you know that the mistakes you make aren't an attack on your dignity. It's just removing your distractions. I hope you celebrate your wins. But not to be attached to the results, but so you can continually enjoy the moment and then deconstruct it how to do it better later and nurture that next win. I hope you know what it means to stop what's working to pursue what is even better. Look, people that enjoy the playground reject conforming to the pressures of society. There's an irresponsibility to them that allows them to focus on living out who they are beyond the pressure of others. So here's to hoping you stay irresponsible and you live, that you continue to cultivate that wonder about who you are, that you keep making awesome in your mission, and you enjoy 
the community that you actually build. Hey, listen, thanks for being along this year on these 48 lessons. And the way that you'll recognize the series we've been in is the parentheses with the number. And uh, I've got... uh, you know, already the next 20 episodes planned, it's going to change. I'm going to go into some longer format content again, and we're going to get really focused on training you to be the best you can uh, as this in the skills of leadership. So really excited about that next series. I might start it next week. I might start it at the beginning of the year. Haven't really decided yet. Maybe I'll do a few episodes in between. Uh, As I wrap this year down, if you're listening to this in 2016, as we go into 2017, I'm going to do three cycles of the 12-week coaching again. So if you want to get in on that, I'm going to do like I did this last year. The pricing goes up in three tiers. Uh, The people that get in early, they get to enjoy a year of being changed, so they're not waiting. But they also get a price benefit to that. So if you're interested, reach out, hit me up, let me know. If you find the podcast uh, helpful, love to get a review on iTunes. Uh, If you're looking for Christmas gifts, you know, I I haven't done this a lot, so here's a lot to catch up on. If you're looking for Christmas gifts, uh, grab one of the books. Love to spread the message of Sight Shift. Um, If you want me to speak for you, we released a new speaking site, chrismacallister.com now is focused on speaking. I've got another site coming for everything we're doing with SightShift, and I'll share some more news with you about that later. But lots of ways we can connect. I want to help you be at your best and fly. And so uh, maybe next week I'll have a few one-off episodes and then start a new series in 2017, or maybe I'll start it next week. We'll see. Either way, glad you're here. Stay irresponsible. Peace.